You're listening to the Shoot for Success Photography Podcast. And on today's episode, you're not going to want to miss this because I sit down with two incredible ladies, Kaya and Aubrey of Bondurant Studios, to talk all things senior photography and, namely, the shifting of the senior photography landscape. You're going to not want to miss this one, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Sean Brown, and if you had told me years ago that I would be a professional photographer today, I would have said that you were crazy. Since then, I've been able to grow my photography business to six figures per year and haven't looked back. Now, with over eight years of experience of figuring out what to do and more importantly, what not to do, I help photographers build a thriving photography business that they've always dreamed of so that they can have more time, flexibility, and freedom to do what they truly want to do. And you want to know the best part? I'm showing you how to make that happen for yourself in this audio series. This is Shoot for Success. Hey there, photography friend. Happy Monday. Hope you're doing absolutely fantastic. And I'm sure if you're like a lot of us, you are gearing up for your busy season. And one of the questions that you may be having on your mind is, what's going on? What's changing this year? And so this conversation is going to come at a perfect time for you, which is what is happening in the shifting senior photography landscape. First, if you have not had a chance to leave a review over on iTunes, don't forget that you can still do that. Be entered to win a coaching call with me. All you have to do is send me a screenshot of your review and then message it to me on Instagram. And that way I know if you, uh, who you are and that you turned it in and all that stuff, because if you don't, then what happens is I don't know your name, won't be able to get you entered properly. So that's my way of making sure that I know who your iTunes, you know, what your iTunes name is and who you are getting those paired together for that. So don't forget to do that. But I want to introduce you to this week's guests on today's podcast. I have Kaya Bondurant and Aubrey Johnson, both from Bondurant Studios and they are amazing, both of them. They have been in, uh, Kaya's been in business for a couple decades now and has a ton of incredible insights into the industry. And Aubrey ended up joining her team a few years ago. And since then, both of them have been powering the senior side of their business. And so today's episode, we were kind of brainstorming what we wanted to do. And we both came up with the idea of kind of uh, talking about the shifting of the senior photography landscape. And this was something that Kaya said, a lot of people, a lot of photographers have been asking about of like, what's happening? Why am I not booking? What's going on? This year feels different than last year and kind of getting in freak out mode. So it is our goal that this episode helps kind of pull you out of freak out mode, bring you back to earth and really have an understanding of like what you can do to change things for the better. So those of you who do not know Kaya and Aubrey, they are from Kansas City, run a highly successful studio that does hundreds of seniors a year, and they really focus on making sure that their business is building confidence in each and every one of the seniors that they have worked with. And so for today's episode, we're going to talk about a little bit of that and also how that ties into our general theme. I'm not going to waste much more time on this intro, so stay tuned. If you have questions for them or anything like that, we'll have their info at the end of the episode so we can you can get in contact with them or me and really continue the conversation over on social. But for now, let's roll to the episode. <laughs> 
Welcome to the Shoot for Success podcast, guys. Thank you so much for being on. I know we connected at Sync a few months ago at the time of recording this, and we're like, I have to have you on the podcast. And I know, I'm not sure if you're doing your podcast still, Kaya, but I was on your guys's like, oh my gosh, like, what was it, a year and a half ago now or something? Like, it's been a, it's been a second. And so I was like, it's time, finally time to have you on. So I'm super excited to have you and Aubrey joining. We're excited to be here. This is fun. It'll yeah, be awesome. for sure. <laughs> um, so why don't you take a second? So this is our first, like, we'll call it a trio with three people on the podcast. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves a little bit about who you are, what you guys do, and then um, how you guys got connected to, because it's obviously it's, it's Bondurant Studios, but we also have Aubrey on who's not a Bondurant. So um, maybe introduce your guys' selves and how you guys got connected and, and how you work together. Okay, awesome. Well, my name's Kaya Bondurant, and I have been a photographer, professional, full-time portrait photographer for t- over 25 years. So I am the old one on the podcast with you two young people here today. Uh, and I, um, I was part of a family business for 15 years and then uh, left that business and started my own photography studio. And that's where Aubrey came in. Uh, being a part of that. And I've photographed high school seniors, families and children, a few weddings, a little bit of commercial, but I just, I love the, uh, I love the the business. I love the industry. And so um, I'm excited to share here today about it. Yeah. And so like Kaya said, I'm Aubrey um, and I started working with her 10 years ago, uh, right out of high school. She actually photographed me for a spa model event and after uh, um, being photographed by her I asked to meet with her I was a business entrepreneur and I want to work with you and she was like well I don't know if we have a position at this time I don't know I don't know if I want to work with someone else well I kind of weaseled my way in and now 10 years later here we are and um, I'm one of the photographers as well and mostly just photographing seniors and uh, helping plan. And I love marketing. I love that side of it, but yeah, that's how we got started together. (laughs) So you guys got introduced. So you first, it was like, you were one of her seniors and then you're like, Hey, let's do this together. And um, Kaya, what was your first reaction? Like bringing somebody new on that you didn't really necessarily know a ton about. And that's probably like one of people's biggest fears is like, how do I start working with somebody that I may not know already? And how do I bring it on? And clearly it's working if you guys are still together and, and rocking it and all that stuff. So you must have a method to your madness of how you, how you handled that. Well, you know, I'd been a business owner for 15 years before that. And I'd had a lot of employees, <laughs> people I knew, people I was related to people that I didn't know. And I, you know, I'd been through uh, wonderful employees that had worked for me all 15 years and people that I fired the day after I hired them <laughs> a little bit of everything but uh, I had I had known Aubrey because I actually sat behind her family in church and I <laughs> she always had really cute hair <laughs> really cute things in her hair and I was like okay I I know that sounds funny but I really do uh, enjoy working with people that I would like to photograph because that's what we do you know and so it's uh, something that it works well together and so I knew her somewhat that way and then uh, I actually talked to people that also knew her in like a 
you know, knew her as a teenager capacity. (laughs) And they were like, I don't know if you should hire her. She's, she's kind of wild. And I was like, I don't know. I like her hair. I think it's going to work out perfectly. (laughs) But on the flip side, I had seen Kaya too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We had seen each other in like, just with our families and been around each other. But I think the thing that when you look at it 10 years back is that both of us have just been committed to a, a, really quality product that we love. And because we're, mm-hmm. I know that sounds a quality product, whether it's the actual prints and the portraits or whether it's the experience, we just are on the same page with that. And so uh, it, that's been a huge part of like, we just want to, we want to create that together and we really like it. And so I think that's helped us uh, just, we have the same motivation. We have, we want to be successful that way. Talk to us a little bit about like what that path getting to that quality product looked like. Cause I'm sure when you started day one, it was probably not the same as it looks today. I'd be willing to bet. Uh, okay. So uh, yeah, when we first started, like when I started in, everything was so retouched, everything. Um, it's, it's completely different looking now uh, than it was then, but um it's been a journey getting to the place where we are uh, super happy with our products and our clients love our products. Like people come to us because we are the experts. We know what we're doing. We're the best. Um, but the journey has been reordering a lot of prints, <laughs> taking things down off social media, reposting, figuring out color, figuring out what's um, in and just trying to evolve with the industry. So I know Kaya has more to say about that as well. <laughs> Well, you know, I've been doing it, started out with film, and then uh, we were one of the first groundbreakers with the Capture One system with Hasselblads. And so retouching digitally has just been a huge journey, you know, and especially now, I think rather than retouching, people use filters a lot before people would use more of like a softening, almost like a soft focus filter. And so we've really worked hard with our work to get it to be sharp and fresh. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's been something that's super important to us. It takes a little bit more work uh, rather than just throwing a filter on top of it. Uh, but that's been something that's super important to us. And I think for me, you know, being someone who's uh, done it for a long time, done it certain ways, I love to evolve. I love to try new things. I love it you know, people have ideas, like I'm most offended (laughs) when someone stops working for me and then they go and do something that's super creative that they could have been doing for me. I'm like, where, where was this when you were working for me? And so I really appreciate that. And that's what Aubrey brings to it is she's thinking about it. You know, she's like, okay, I saw this on YouTube. I want to try this, right. You know, sending me an image and we try to incorporate something into the business. Yeah. Well, and Aubrey, you have a really interesting perspective. So you went from being one of Kaya's seniors that Yes. She was photographing to working in the business. And so you have a very different perspective than Kaya or I do, where we never really were photographed by ourselves. We never had, you know, the desire (laughs) to, you know, work with this individual. And so you kind of have the best of both worlds where you see it from the business side, but you also see it from the senior perspective. So what was it that like initially drew you into even wanting to work with Kaya And then how have you tried to kind of then, I guess, implement that into the business side once you were onboarded into part of her team? 
Yeah. So I remember that day vividly that she first photographed me. I felt so beautiful and I, I was an attractive senior, but I by no means was like the most beautiful girl in the high school or anything like that. But that day I felt like the most beautiful human ever. <laughs> and I felt special and loved. And um, I just, I remember one being like, I can do that for people. Like I want other people to feel this way. Um, that was like a big motivation. Um, but also I remember the first shoot I helped with, the first senior. And I remember being like, well, wait, Kaya said those things to me too. Like she said those things to me also. Like I was actually a little bit shocked, <laughs> but then the more I was around, the more I understood it, it, it wasn't that she didn't mean those things uh, when she said them to me, but it was just that, you know, we have our ways to get people comfortable. And I fell in love with the industry even more, you know, seeing it at first, it was kind of shocking, you know, um, but I definitely just continually fell in love as I was just helping with shoots because I was the assistant. I was holding the uh, shader, the reflector, um, but I did have ideas and slowly I, <laughs> you know, Kaya was awesome about asking me if I had ideas, asking um, what I thought was in and using that as a, you know, the, having another young person around. Um, but yeah, it, it was, um, <laughs> it was fun going from seeing both sides, I guess. So. Yeah. And one of the, I know that one of the topics that we were kind of talking before we went live was like the shifting landscape of senior photography. And I, I forget if, I think this, well, the episode will have aired once we kind of go, once this one goes live, but on one of the previous podcast episodes, I talked about this concept of like punctuated equilibrium, which it's basically like in biology, there are these events that cause, you know, whether it be a species or whether it be, you know, a, basically it's, it's with speciation and it, these branches, like these, of uh, like basically events that cause something dramatically to shift in whether that be biology or in this case, business. And we saw that with like film, we saw that with digital um, in my neck of the woods. We even saw that with studios in like 2013, 2014. And I'm curious to hear your take on this Kaya too, where in 13, 14 with studios, they kind of went uh, people that were really stuck on only wanting to do studio photography. Basically, if they didn't adapt to doing a little bit more of like on location and changing it up and really personalizing the photo shoot experience, they kind of got left behind. And so I'm really curious to hear your take on like what you feel like is kind of like the shift in the landscape right now. And I know you've had some photographers ask you questions about like, you know, what's going on? Like, why isn't, why aren't things working maybe as well as they did a year or two ago? Kind of maybe give your two cents and just kind of your overall viewpoint on kind of, I guess we'll call it like the state of the union of the senior photography industry right now. Yeah. You know, uh, having been in it for so long, I've seen all the different changes and definitely photographers are always going, the sky is falling, the sky, you know, it's never, no one's going to get their senior pictures taken from now on. And they, you know, they worry that it's going to disappear. And uh, I definitely would agree with you that there was a switch to doing, you know, like boring senior photography, studio photography, and then doing outdoors and street and location photography. And uh, when we got together and uh, started my studio, we did do, uh, that was kind of a breakout moment because I had been part of a studio. We all, we only shot in that space and outdoors and we moved closer to the city. And so we did do like jumped in and did lots more city photography and, you know, 
Kansas City type looks. Mm -hmm. But at, over the course of time, we've found that our seniors are just actually more drawn to what we can produce in the studio because nobody else can do that. And so they, our uh, photography has become, the Style Muse Magazine is the name of our Instagram, and it's big, become a brand all on its own. And we didn't really intend for that to happen, but there are certain looks, certain backgrounds, certain colors that they are coming specifically for so that they can put that on their social media and it's cachet. And so that's been a, tra a transition that we've been finding. And I, so I feel like having a studio space or having things that are only yours that can be part of your brand uh, is the next step beyond be having a personal connection with the seniors and making it personal. Now I feel like there's a brand thing. So Aubrey has something she wants to say about that too. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say that this generation is so into their brands um, and in Kansas City, like Kaya said, we are a brand and we've um, worked on becoming a name brand. Um, so then when they come to us, like they, they want to spend money. They want to um, place big orders because it's, it's like buying that expensive bag or whatever and having our exclusive sets are like the logo of it. You know, it's like that Gucci logo or whatever. Um, excuse me for uh, comparing us to Gucci, but you <laughs> no, know. it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's so interesting you guys say it's almost like a reversal where it's like it went so much it's kind of like um like a pendulum swinging where it went so much in one direction where it was like all studio then it was like all on location now maybe that pendulum's starting to swing back where it's almost like more of a mix but i love the like aubrey how you said it, it's like the sets are kind of like the logo in a way where it's like that's the signature look and whether that be, you know, a certain location that you use or editing or whatever it is, I think every photographer kind of has to find that. And it doesn't necessarily need to be a studio. I think that's one way of doing it, but I think that's a perfectly put explanation of like one of the ways that you can work to drive a brand is by having this distinct look, the style in addition to that personal connection. Yeah, and you were saying, we had been talking earlier where I've had photographer friends reach out and just say, I'm not booking. I don't know what's happening. You know, no one's calling. The people that I've talked to aren't booking. And as I find out more, I'm realizing that they are, you know, I look at their social media and they are not posting very often. They're not posting anything distinct. They're not connecting, you know, making reels or stories or that type of thing. And, uh, and they're not inviting seniors in, you know, with some kind of a rep program or that type of thing. And so I, I think uh, what we've been doing and definitely something that we do every year is we just completely adjust. We talk about what we're, mm -hmm. we think is happening. We're watching what's happening with the seniors, how they're interacting. You know, Instagram is probably our main way of getting high school seniors. They keep changing things, making it more and more and more difficult to connect with high school seniors. And so we just have to work harder. <laughs> yeah. And I love, I love that you said that each year you almost start with a blank slate because mm -hmm. in business, that's what you have to do. And one of the things that it can be very easy to do, and sometimes, sometimes that I have found myself doing a little bit more of. It, and I have to try to pull myself out of it is say, okay, well, what did I do last year? Well, let's just like rinse and repeat, right? Because that's the easiest 
it worked last year. It's got to work this year too. But we find out that's not necessarily the case. And there have been shifts and there have been changes. And it's like, you mentioned Instagram where last year, 4,000 people may have seen that post. And now this year it's like a thousand and it's like, okay, we have to do some things to adapt. So maybe talk about what that blank slate process, and maybe that's not the best word for it, but talk about that process of like how you guys come into the, the start of the year, what that kind of looks like from your perspectives of saying, how are we going to even approach this year? What are we going to do that's new, that's fresh, that's, that's actually working right now? So each, um, I would say each week, we are actually analyzing, taking notes, having a meeting, being like asking our employees, like, what do you guys see that is fresh, that's new? Um, are there any shifts that you are actively noticing? Um, but Kaya and I are so active on social media, like daily sending things back and forth that we're noticing, um, keeping up with Instagram's regulations and policies. Um, but I mean, it is really just a constant um, upkeep of like taking notes and conversations. But I, at the beginning of each year, we do have a big meeting then too. Kai, if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I think a I couple don't know things. That part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple things. So before COVID, I feel like our high school seniors were definitely into brands. They definitely wanted a certain look. They were coming in their cute outfits but they weren't really bringing that much memorabilia, especially not the like the trendiest kids. And uh, then once COVID hit, everyone was bringing in their letter jackets and their caps and gowns and every, because they, they weren't able to do their normal events. And they were just throwing money at the experience because they were, they didn't have anything else to do. They weren't going on their normal trips. They weren't doing their normal competitive sports. And so uh, last two years have been a, a boom for our, our business really. And so, uh, so you just kind of have to watch and go, okay, so that's, what's happening. That's what's motivating them this year. They're really busy. Their summer's full. Life is going pretty much back to normal. They still care about those memories and they still have kind of the, oh no, what if something happens, you know, and, and we've, we've had a boom because we've done more and more seniors and more with them. But now their money is going to be split between the $6 or five. I don't know what it, what it is there. They're got the gas gallons for here. It's <laughs> over $4, yeah. which is pretty high for Kansas City. But so this year we're going, okay, so they may not be spending quite as much this year. They still want the experience, but we're probably going to need to do more volume. And so what can we do to do more volume? So I have more to say to that. Do you have anything to add to that, Aubrey? Um. I, I mean, I was just going to say that we um, are also analyzing from what kind of backgrounds we need, what um, what's going to draw them in, but also like buying trends. What are the current buying trends and what are um, what's changed each year? Um, so, yeah, I want to touch on that at some point. <laughs> OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me finish what I was going to say. And then you talk about the products, because I think one thing I want to do, and I know you probably like this too, Sean, is uh, I want to give like specifically concrete things that people can use and do. So specific things would be awesome there. Uh, but so what we do is we'll look at uh, how many seniors we want to do. So, you know, how like for this year, we <laughs> we have some pretty high goals. Last year we did like 120, 130 I don't know, something somewhere in there. And so we are hoping for even like maybe 200, although we'll be happy with where we were last year, because 
I do think you have to make a goal, but you also have to realize that because the landscape changes so quickly, you can't count on it. Uh, but so we have a goal of the number of seniors we want. Then we have a goal of the number of co of contacts we want with them. And then we have, so we have to move back. Uh, how, so, you know, how many we contact on Instagram, how many we communicate with. And so to get, you know, 200 seniors, we're going to have to probably have 800 contacts. And I was looking yesterday at our um, assistant who's doing the contacting right now, and she's probably like at 450 right now. I was looking at the numbers there. And so if we know we need that many contacts, we're going to, we got to get on the ball to make that happen. Yeah. And let's define for those listening. What do you define as a contact? Is that like somebody that's inquiring with you? Is that you guys actually reaching out to them? What is that? How, how do you define a contact? The initial contact would be us reaching out to them or them reaching out to us on social media. So we communicate that way. And it, it's kind of hard to do right now because you can't communicate with someone unless they follow you. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, the next step would be them inquiring, whether it's an application to our model program or inquiring about senior portraits. Cool. Would you be willing to like dive into like what that looks like contacting them? Because a lot of photographers are like really, really scared to do that. They're like, if I do this, like, am I going to be seen as like the weird photographer that's like just trying to get them to buy my product? Like, what does that look like for you guys? How do you make them feel comfortable? Those sorts of things. So the nice thing about this generation is that they are so used to communicating online, on social media. So it's actually really comfortable to them and it doesn't weird them out when you just send them a DM. Like worst case, they're just gonna not respond. Um, but also you have to um, uh, be following them and they have to be following you for you to even be able to send a message. So um, they will be somewhat familiar with you already um, if if you're you know mutually following each other. Um, but yeah, we, we send a DM that uh, just says, hey, so-and-so gave us your name. So we request um, names from our current seniors for the next year. And then um, we say, we would love to photograph you and have you in our model program. Here's the application. Like, it's just so simple. Yep. So you guys are basically doing exactly what I was doing. So in the more like the senior model context than for when you're contacting them. Yeah, but some of them um, we invite that way. They don't really feel like doing a model program or they're not ready. That's what we're coming up on um, a lot this year. They're just not ready. But then all of a sudden they decide to book senior portraits or um, apply for the model program later. Uh, so, you know, these messages, inviting them to the model program isn't just inviting them to the model program. Like they may do a shoot, a family shoot down the road or um, it's getting them familiar with us too. Mm -hmm. So, and it's interesting you bring that up, Aubrey, where it's like, they may not be ready yet. And Kaya, you kind of alluded to this where you're like, the last two years, I think for a lot of photographers have kind of been the boom years where it was like 2020, what was it 21, 20 and 2021 were the two craziest years I've ever had. And I think a lot of it was due to exactly what you mentioned, where it was, they don't have events going on. They can't really travel, which we've kind of never really seen that happen where we, we didn't say like, you can't really spend your money to go travel and go to restaurants and try new places and stuff like that. But we kind of saw that in 2020 and somewhat of 2021. And so they're like, we have to throw our money somewhere. And so that logical thing was, well, let's fill in the gaps of what they aren't getting as part of senior year and senior portraits were kind of a 
no-brainer answer to that. But as we start to kind of get back to where we were pre-COVID levels, we're going to see a shift. And I think that some photographers may already be feeling that right now. So how do we kind of adapt in this world where we went from basically senior portraits being the biggest thing that they might do senior year to now they're just kind of like another thing. Like, it's not that they don't want them. It's not that they don't want to be part of that experience. It's just, that's not where maybe 80 or 90% of their focus is going now because there literally isn't anything else to do. Yeah, I think uh, what what it comes down to is not your feelings, you know. So so many people, so many people that I talk to, their feelings are hurt. Well, they're not booking with me. They're not they're they're not calling me. They're you know the the numbers are down, but it's just a percentage thing. So maybe last year when we reached out, fifty percent of the people responded and signed up, you know, something like that. Well, this year it might be 25%, but they're still going to do it. And so you're going to just have to up your, up your numbers, up your game. And so I think that is just part of it. It's just, you're just going to have to work harder sometimes because they still do love the product and want it and really value it. But I think you're just going to have to step it up in some ways. Aubrey, you want to add to that? Um. Yeah, you know, I just think that um, going back to um, being a brand that they want to associate with, like staying on top of it throughout the year when it's not booking season, um, just continually being active so that they still see your brand on social media. Um, They see their friends coming in. We do shoots throughout the whole year. I've pushed back on this some because I'm like, we're not even making money from this. But now full circle, I see the the value of continuously shooting and doing fun things with our seniors because their friends, like they're reposting everything and they can't wait to get in then. So um, I think we're, um, we're talking about, you know, having more experiences, stepping in the Project Beauty more, um, doing fall minis, doing winter shoots, doing prom dress, doing college, so that we constantly have something going up on social media and a way for them um, to remember us and and see our uh, our brand as valuable. Yeah. Um, and I, I love how you guys touch on like it being a numbers thing and not getting your feelings hurt because that's exactly what it is. Like there may be people who want to book you, but just, you know, are uh, financially unable to this year, but how you talk to them, how you interact with them still feeds into that brand presence. But I love how you go back to like, if you need, you know, let's even say for a photographer doing 30 seniors a year, you mm-hmm. know, it rather it may not be the 800 contacts that you're making, but you're still are going to need, you know, 100 and 120 if you're priced correctly. And that's something that, you know, I tell all my students, I tell them to operate from what I call like the, the thriving senior photographer dashboard, which basically is exactly what you're talking about, where it's pretty much just a numbers thing. Okay. If you need a hundred people to contact you, that means you need, okay, maybe a thousand or 1500 people just even seeing you before they mm-hmm. even want to contact you. And then the, out of those hundred, you know, maybe 25 or 30 are, are actually booking with you. And so talk to us a little bit about like how you come up with those. And, um, and then I can kind of riff on like, what I tell my students, but it's basically just a funnel at the end of the day. It's certain number is going to see you, certain number is going to want to book with you, certain number is actually going to book with you. What, what's your question? We, what Kind of like how you guys okay. even like come up with those numbers of like, you're, cause you kind of rattled off like 
Oh, you know, okay. if we need 120, we need like, or I think it was like 200 seniors, we need 800 contacts. Yeah, you know, Aubrey actually does all of this, which is so fun because you think you look 10 years back out of high school. And by the way, Aubrey was a photographer before she came to me. She was photographing families and children, all the people, you know, people in her life as a business. But she was like, I don't want to do this by myself. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> now I'm like, yeah, yeah, perfect. Oh. Let's do this together. <laughs> but she, but so you can talk about it a little bit, Aubrey, how you like, uh, track the numbers and then we'll, we talk through them and do the, the math on it. Yeah, so um, at the beginning of the year, we um, compile everything, put it into a document, see where we're at with our numbers. Um, and then, you know, and by numbers, I mean like how many names we've received from uh, last year's seniors. The goal is to get 10 names from each senior that we photograph. So if we photograph 100, you know, then we should have a thousand. Um, but the problem is that lots of the names are overlapping because we do ask for names that um, would be good referrals. Um, but then we look at how many we had last year, what our booking rate was from those that um, those names exactly that we got. Um, and then we look at how many um, inquiry, inquiries we need um, just you know from Google search or whatever. Uh, and we keep track of all of those statistics, all of those numbers. Um, and then when we go into this year, that's how we, we determine how many numbers we need. So, you know, um, last year, our booking rate, if they went to our website um, and filled out a form, that's a 50% booking rate last year. Um, so that's really high. But if it's just a name referred to us by another senior, like Kaya said, that number is more like a 25% booking rate. So we need a lot of names. So we just are constantly analyzing and, and keeping track of um, our numbers. Cool. Um, you touched on a little bit of like buying, I think you said it was like, quote unquote, like buying trends, Aubrey. Talk to us a, a bit about like how that plays into like the shifting landscape type theme. Yeah. So, um, you know, you had asked earlier about um, how we come in each year with the clean slate and how we like kind of redo things each year. And one of the main areas is looking back on our sales, um, talking with we, our sales guy and he, uh, he's awesome, <laughs> but asking what was working. Oh, that's been a shift in the past few years um, is that we are now selling to the senior. We are not selling to their parent. Um, when I was in high school, you were selling to my parents, you know, um, but now if the senior wants it, the senior gets it, especially because they're qualified, they have the money. And so if we can really focus our products into something being something that the senior values and the senior wants, then we have that sale in the bag. And right now what they want is digital images for Instagram. And so for us, you can only get that by purchasing the album, which is also their favorite product. Um, we get a lot of, <laughs> they're saying a lot of like things about not loving the wall portraits. Obviously still their moms love them. Um, we still sell them, but they absolutely adore the albums and they adore that they get all of the images digitally that they get in the album as well. So each year, like I said, we're just kind of like, is this the product? Is this what they love? Are they proud of this product? Uh, you know, and analyzing who who we're actually selling to. And that's so interesting because it's like 
previously the usually the photographers are like oh we have to sell to the parents we have they're the ones with the money but it's so true that like this generation like if they don't want it you know I've gotten at sales sessions where it's like the mom wants a giant portrait and the senior gives pushback and guess what's not getting sold now the wall portrait exactly isn't bought into it um so talk to us a little bit about like what that looks like in terms of like obviously you identifying what products they want but you kind of have to go a step further and even get them like sold on the product in the first place because a lot of times they're like well we only want the digital files because that's all that they are seeing on social media and such yeah so our sales room um is the room they come into when they do the consultation um they come in to our sales room when they do the style muse meeting which is their um, brand rep meeting to decide if they want to work with us and we have so many albums on display. And actually, um, I typically, I try to, if I'm doing the meeting, hand an album to mom at some point and be like, if you want to look through this, um, you know, and kind of get ideas for senior portraits, even that little um, handoff, I don't, I think it was, um, I'm trying to remember uh, which Amanda. sync speaker. Yes. Yes. She had said to do that. And every since I had heard that, I was like, okay, that's yeah, to get products in their hands. Um, so now we try to, you know, start from the first time we meet them, getting the really high quality, nice finished products in their hand. And the seniors um, almost every time are like, Ooh, this would be nice for my grad party. Oh, this is cool. Like they, they comment on it. Like they're drawn to it right now. And I think they don't have as many physical um, books and products like that anymore. So it's kind of special to them and something they haven't really seen as much. Yeah. And the psychology behind it is like huge. So I don't know if you guys, you guys have an Apple store in KC, right? Okay. Yes. So I don't know if you guys have ever walked in and like recognize this, but Apple trains their employees to angle the MacBooks at a certain degree. And it's a degree that when you walk up to it, you can't really see the screen that well. And it forces you to actually take and adjust the MacBook screen. And so it's like the psychology of just having that physical touch is like hugely powerful. So I love that you like put the products into their hands because a lot of photographers are like, oh my goodness, I don't want fingerprints on my sample products. It's like, well, that's what they're there for, right? Like if they're not touching them, you're not selling it. And so it's like that little like nugget of info is like huge for photographers if they're not doing it yet, like get your products into their hands. Yeah. And that was an Amanda Holloway tip, Mm -hmm. right, Kaya? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So um, Kaya, do you want to touch on anything or or Aubrey too about like what you're seeing in terms of like overall shifts in the industry and kind of how you're adapting right now? Hmm. Well, one of the things that we've done, that we didn't think was going to be successful because we're, we do high school seniors all summer. We photograph some families in the fall and then we're always like, okay, what are we going to do the rest of the time? What do we, cause we, uh, we're just pretty active people. <laughs> and so we like the business to be busy. Uh, I, I enjoy employees. I, it's like built-in friends <laughs> really, truly. And so uh, if yeah. the business grows, that's, that's fun for, for both of us. And so 
we have some things that we're going to be ex uh, doing more of, but uh, one of the things that we did this spring is we launched a teen and tween program. And so our uh, high school senior model program is called Style Muse. So we called it the Style Muse Teen and Tween program, but we we used one word and as I think it was Aubrey that came up with the word, but we didn't realize how uh, just truly successful it was going to be. We called it our confidence and style brand rep program. And every, and so we've, I, I contacted, I've been photographing people for 25 years. So literally <laughs> any tweens that are coming in, I photographed them since they were born typically. And so I contacted these clients that I've known forever and said, Hey, we, we know you have a sixth through 10th grader. Uh, we'd love to have them help us uh, pilot this program. It's for, it's to build confidence and style for uh, teens and tweens. And they are so excited about it and then they come in and they go this time this you know they're doing okay they're they're really doing okay but they still don't feel that great about themselves and i wanted to do this because it's going to make them feel so special and their sister does dance but they don't do anything and you know it like every single one of them has come in and just just uh grabbed a hold of the, those words and really connected with them and in the past you know like we were talking about how we build a brand and it's very aspirational and they want to be a part of it but uh, I think there's a, a, a nugget there. And, and then one of the moms came in and she said, well, have you thought about doing this for 40 women over 40? She's like, I want to sponsor people. I know people and I will pay for their sessions. I want to sponsor it. And it was, that's something that we've had a lot of things planned for the last couple of years that we haven't been able to launch. But I, I feel like there's this, um, you know, and it's something you guys did with the Project Beauty, but I think there's more, more to it than just a single session. Mm -hmm. I think there, it can be something that um, you can really connect with people on is that emotional, um, uh, emotional health side of it that I think that, that you can really touch on even more. Totally. Well, I think that that's something that's a really big topic of conversation now too, is a lot more teens being open with like mental health stuff where it's like, I think this is probably the generation that is most willing to talk about it out of any of the mm -hmm. other generations I think it's always been stigmatized and I think that really these kids have taken it and they're like it's okay to talk about it it really is okay to you know reach out and get help and those sorts of things and so I think especially with you guys being able to tie that into your brand and something that is as powerful as photography where it's not only how they're being portrayed but it's also how that makes them feel it's kind of like this double kind of, you know, it's like a double-sided coin or, you know, whatever it may be where it's not only helping them, but it's also um, helping others see them how they want to be seen. And so I think it's a really powerful thing with confidence. And I love how you guys have incorporated that into the brand. Yeah. You know, they, uh, I was listening to a doctor who wrote a book about <laughs> uh, uh, teens and she said uh, in her research that all of a sudden, their uh, depression just skyrocketed and they went backwards and looked and it was the advent of the um, smartphone. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so these kids that we're working with are smartphone, like that's their world is a smartphone. And so if we can help take that back and make that something that helps them rather than hurts them. And, you know, like just, you know, going back to the very beginning of our conversation, when Aubrey was talking about the experience of having her senior pictures and how she felt beautiful. And you just remember that, right? A bad picture will stick in your brain and make you feel terrible about yourself and make you take tough action, you know, bad actions, but a good mm -hmm. picture does the opposite. 
So yeah, yeah. Um, maybe talk to us about how you guys, like your why, like what it is that you guys come into the business for. And I know you touched on it a little bit in the beginning, maybe bring it around full circle and how that ties into eventually, essentially everything that you guys do offer in your business from the teen stuff to the seniors to any other cap and gown. Like what is it that makes you guys fired up to even come into the business every day? Um, I know for me, you know, um, I came up with these words in high school and I wanted to be a creative business entrepreneur. I wanted to wake up every day and do something creative, but I'm an entrepreneur at heart, you know? Um, and I also love people. Um, Kai and I are both Christians. We'll talk openly about that, but I always wanted to do something where I could impact people and to see it all come full circle in this business, you know, we're impacting, we're achieving, um, we're able to set goals and, you know, have bonuses when we reach them. And uh, which is, I'm super motivated by that kind of thing. I'm a high achiever, but if I can be like, okay, if we get to 200 seniors, like let's all do this together. Let's, you know, let's go on the trip or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it's been so fun for me seeing it all come for full circle and how it's been my dream since I was young to do essentially exactly what we were doing. We're making a difference. Um, we're able to be creative and um, be entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really fun. I, I think too, for me, I, I just can't stand it when people aren't able, allowed to express who they are. You know, and it makes me so frustrated when you have to go inside a certain box and be a certain way and be told to do a certain thing. And uh, I feel like so many people that come into us are, you know, in this tiny box, <laughs> whether it's people who work for me or whether it's people that I, uh, you that we photograph. And so to help someone show who they are, to bring that out, to uh, develop who they are, you know, over the years with Aubrey, you know, we, and other people that have worked for me, I'm like, what do you want to learn next? How do you want to grow? What do you want to become? And so for me, I feel like, especially at this point in my life where I'm on, you know, the kind of the other side of it, where I'm like, I really just love developing and bringing out what people have inside of them. Yeah. I love that. What is next for, for you guys, for Style Muse, for the business? What do you guys kind of have in the, in the works, if you're willing to share, unless it's top secret? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You know, uh, one of the things that's happening is uh, Aubrey's uh, uh, starting to do more speaking just herself, too. So we've been talking about that. Uh, I've done always spoken uh, either way, like by myself. I've had someone oh. else to speak with. Um, but uh I, um, th so Aubrey's actually doing like going and doing some events and doing her own speaking. And then we're both speaking at sync this year. And so, uh, I, I think we've talked about it before, but you know, I've been in the education side of the business where it's been like, like super huge, what, what I've done and I've pulled back and I, and just really worked on our own business and done a little bit of speaking whenever that comes up. But uh, we think education definitely is something that uh, mm -hmm. we want to be able to offer more to people because I feel like we're doing something other people aren't, you know, especially in the, the um, just the volume of what we do and actually have employees and it, <clears throat> sorry about that, interacting with one another. Um, and so education is one. And then uh, we're also working on just uh, ways to expand. So we have uh 
just uh, cash flow all year round. So we're not just a senior season or just a fall season, but um, like I said, we are doing the tween thing. We have some other things coming up that we're going to be expanding. I love that. Do you want to touch on like your previous educational experience? Because some people that are newer photographers may not even know what you guys have put together. Like, what was it like probably a decade ish ago now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, my family, I was in a family business. My mom and I, uh, had a photography studio together and we, uh, we launched a, uh, senior photography education website, forum, magazine, uh, convention. Uh, we had workshops, uh, you name it. We were, uh, uh, we had a competition, so we were doing everything with that. And then 2008, 2009 happened and we had a tough couple of years, <laughs> pulled it through. And my husband, Andy Bonder, he's the one who was the director of that. And so, uh, and then I've, you know, spoken uh, on all the photography platforms over the years. And so uh, we did a lot of that. And it was, it's for me, I always wanted to keep it uh, where I wasn't doing too much and be able to be uh, with my kids. Uh, but I have four kids and so, uh, so we've, I've done, I've done so much, but, uh, I, I'm ready to kind of go back into that and be a service to other photographers. Yeah. And it truly is a service too. Yeah. Aubrey, what's next for you in the business? Um, you know, like Kaya said, um, I'll be doing some speaking and teaching. Um, that's something I'm passionate about. I, um, I really want to help the new and the young photographer, um, uh, that, you know, maybe doesn't know exactly what they're doing. Um, but also just, um, you know, creating more high-end uh, fine art portraits. So Kaya's gotten that down. She's so good at each, um, with each session, creating truly a, a work of art. And um, so that's something that I'm working on this year uh, with each of my clients. But yeah, focusing on education is kind of a new step for me as well. <laughs> I love it. You guys will be, I mean, I know Kaya's going to be awesome at it, but you will too, Aubrey. And I'm excited that you're speaking at Sync too. It's like the double. Yeah, the double thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I was like, I'm still trying to figure out if I can swing it and make it happen. But it's just like, as I was talking to you guys about it, it's like kind of, it's a crazy weekend for me, but I would love to hear you guys both on stage together. As we kind of wrap up, what is like one takeaway or one thing that you hope that all photographers um, would kind of do or advice that you want to give them, whatever it may be, just kind of your final closing two cents. Um, I know this is something Kai and I are constantly talking about and kind of a theme within this podcast today. Um, but we really hope that um, photographers can continue to adapt and evolve, especially using social media, your um, free marketing tool, uh, and really learn how to do that and embrace that. I know that is for me, I'm very passionate at, about social media and um, that's been so huge and um, influential with our brands. So, yeah. Yeah, I think from uh, what I would say to photographers is to really sit down and figure out what you want to do. Because if you love what you're doing and uh, you're really connected to it and you're excited to share it with others on social media, people are going to want to come along with you. They're, they're going to be excited about it and want to purchase that from you and invest in it because they're also investing in you and you're, and they're purchasing who you are as part of uh, mm -hmm. what they're buying with the pictures. Yeah. 
where can people find you? What's the best place to get connected? Oh goodness, we have social lots media. Of <laughs> I guess the better question is like, where can't they find you? <laughs> yeah, uh, we our senior Instagram is Style Muse Magazine, and then our studio Instagram for everything else is Bondurant Studios. My personal Instagram is Kaya Bondurant and Aubrey. Um, my personal Instagram is Aubrey and then there are two underscores and then Lauren. So we love talking over Instagram too. <laughs> we love making the best, friends. The best way to contact us for sure. And I'll put in the show notes too. So if they like forget an underscore or two and Aubrey's, they'll be able to find it. So awesome. Well, thank you guys <laughs> awesome. so much for, for being on. It was truly a pleasure. And I, I, I love both of you guys. You guys are awesome. So it was a real pleasure to be able to have you on the podcast thank you for having us we loved it yeah thank you for having us <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode hope that you enjoyed it like i mentioned in the beginning of the intro if you have questions or just want to continue the conversation please make sure to send a dm to aubrey or kaya uh, or myself and continue the conversation over there because they want to connect with you. I want to connect with you and it's our way of helping serve you even better. So hope you're doing fantastic. As always, make sure to hit the subscribe, the follow button, depending on what podcast platform you're on. And that will make sure that you do not miss an episode. We're rolling these out every single week and I cannot wait to see you on next week's episode. But for now, we'll see you later. See you next week. One of the things I discovered early on in photography is that working harder isn't what builds a successful business. In fact, after coaching hundreds of photographers in every market across the country, the number one trait that they all shared when they were struggling was working harder than ever in hopes that things would finally come together. It wasn't until they figured out how to implement the proper frameworks and strategies that their business took off. That's why I've created this free on-demand video training series, the Intro to Senior Photography Crash Course, to help photographers who want to start or grow their businesses without spending years struggling trying to figure it out on their own. In this free training, I will teach you the steps you need to take that people like myself, along with hundreds of other photographers, have used to build their thriving senior photography business and be able to live the life they want to live. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to unlock how to make that happen for you and your business and say yes to being the successful senior photographer you've always dreamed of being.